but I won't say it. Are you wha- okay, I'm not gonna tell. Oh, us. I was gonna do. I was gonna say we're working on the new studio. I just wanted to you know, oh, okay. point that we okay. can do that at the end. Um, <coughs> yeah, we're working on a new studio. Up here? No, 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 at his um, mom's office. We got the whole attic. That's tough. That's like the one. That's probably like the one thing I wanted as like a child is an attic bedroom. Like because it's yeah. Well, it this in the this attic, mo- baby. It would, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, not just that coming over here all the time when I was fucking younger. No, but I was like, like he this fucking got one. <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, yeah, because you have so much more space and mm-hmm. you feel so much more secluded than if you open a fucking door and Absolutely. then there's there's your sister just yelling at you being a fucking ass. I mean. Yep. Um, all right, well, why don't we do this? All right, so for this one, I think we're going to talk about New Year's. Um, I guess we'll talk about what we're doing, what you're doing. But to start everything off, um, let me introduce. This is my buddy, Nick Canova. We grew up together, uh, went to middle school, and then we parted ways in high school. Um, Nick, what are you doing now? Dude, I wouldn't say parted ways. I no, mean, I, when, I, when I say, yeah, exactly. When I, mean, I say parted ways, I'm speaking kind of. We, you went to a different high school than I went to. Yeah, you went to Curly. I went to Calvert Hall. We kind of found a different friend group. I mean, we still kept in touch all the time, even though it was like maybe every six months or whatever. We still <laughs> still send a text. But, I mean, whenever we're with each other, we pick it right back up where we were. Absolutely. I, you know, girls do that to you. I oh, think, yeah. I think we, we, hung out our, we hung out a lot our freshman year, and then, freshman, you know, girlfriends, girlfriends will step in between things. Yeah, they're kind of an ass. Haley, you've been good so far. <laughs> smile, smile and smile wave, wave. smile <laughs> and wave, smile and wave. Um, so, what are you doing now, currently? Right now, just going through Towson, doing my bachelor's degree in finance. Uh, it's a focus in finance. It's not an actual finance degree, um, but I'd have to go to another school and probably get a master's or get like my MBA and something like that with finance. Uh, and then I'm working at Conrad's right there in Parkville. Um, I'm the manager there now, so it's a little. A little downtime right now since it's the off season for crabs and stuff, so I get a little break, not working as much. But then other than that, just lifting, girlfriend. Are you are you still doing rugby? Uh, actually, topical. I did literally just um texted one guy in my fraternity, uh, when the practices were, and I was just trying to figure that out for the winter sessions because like that's one thing that I really miss from high school was not playing sports, oh, like it's, playing it's sports. Killer. It, it's insane. Like, you try to pick up lifting, but it's nowhere close to the same thing. I mean, like, when you're dedicated to a sports team and stuff like that, and you got brothers around you and shit like that, like, you can go and lift. Like, anybody can go do that shit. But, like, you build a family, you build bond, you build relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're active, you know, new things. Like, that's, like, the biggest thing with everything, especially in college. You want to reach out, find groups and stuff like that. And our first two years kind of got taken away because of COVID. So, I mean, Dude, his, his story is crazy about his first couple of years. Cause he, you know, he was down in Florida. It's not yeah. that crazy, but it's just like it's where'd a, you go? Just like everybody else, it's a shitty, you know, because of COVID, it's a shitty story. It's just you go to U Tampa? Where'd you no, go? No, no. So I went down to Lauderdale to go to a. Uh, <clears throat> it was like a, a lot of Florida schools. They were like um, community colleges, but they're all converting to like four-year universities now. And so they had like a tech program, and I was doing marine engineering, and uh, I was there for three months, and then COVID came, and they literally shut the school down. I mean, some schools, like, you know, some shut down and some went online, right? My school was so hands-on. My, like, the classes I was taking was, all like, all hands-on that they couldn't put it online. So I was shut down for, like, four months, five months, and then they finally put it online. And the online just, I mean, you can't do technical hands-on work no, over a computer. No, so no. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. And I just went to work instead, and then I've ended up where I am now. Where are you at now? Just self-employed, pretty much. He's doing uh, boat surveying. Marine surveying. I sell boats. I work on them, flip them, 
And obviously everything. this, this and now. <laughs> diving into whatever shit Nick drags me into, so. Yeah, you got to watch out for that fucker. Mm. This guy. Hey, man, I just got good. I got, uh, we'll call them ideas. I was going to say good ideas, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll limit no, it to no, ideas she, for she, now. See, the difference, the difference between you and, like, most people is, like, You'll have an idea, and you'll just go for it, and you'll just go after it, and you'll see how it he goes. He won't think about it. Nope, He'll won't, just fucking won't do it. Think, <laughs> won't think. It's just an idea, but at least he follows through with the ideas. Most people will spit out ideas, and they won't do anything. Exactly. I mean, at least he'll do it and he'll realize whether it's shit or if it's really good. I mean, I mean that's our last one. I don't know if you ever if you were able to tune into it and listen, but we have to. We were talking about our strengths and stuff. Is he? I can come up with all our ideas and stuff, but he and all I'll honesty is a risk taker. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so oh, you're even risk- if I'm right or wrong, I'll, I'll just I'll be the devil's advocate in the situation. Ah, risk management. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess my next question for you, Nick, is where are you? Where do you want to be? Where do I want to be? Let, let's do let's do two years from now because two years put you at graduation from college, basically. Yep. I mean, two years from now, uh, definitely want to have my degree. I will have my degree. I'm on path for that kind of stuff. Um, but no, right now it's just um, finding, seeing how my internship will go over the summer. Uh, I gotta go reach out for that and figure out what I want to do. Uh, whether that's like with a financial bank or something like that, and see how my internship goes. Because I mean. If I do good on the internship, they offer you a full-time job. Like, I might take that. If not, I could be – after that, I could just always go to Conrad's. And, I mean, I'm a manager there now. I'm sure, like, once I'm out of college and stuff, I would definitely be able to go on to salary as well with that and pick up a more consistent schedule. Because the biggest thing is I want to be a rental – do rental properties. It's as simple as that. But the only way to get there – You got to have capital. You got to have some money. So, I mean, definitely that. Probably move back to my house too. Uh, right now I'm in Towson. Uh, don't feel like paying six seventy five for rent every single month. That's cheap though. That's that that's, is, that's, 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 that's good. Cheap that's rent. good price for thousand. But home is free. Home, home is, is free. free. Mm-hmm. Home is free. Meals are free. I mean, hell, that's what I really want to do is do rental properties. But you got to build the capital. Um, see where internship goes. I'd hope that'll take me far. Do you know um, who you're doing your internship with yet, or no? Not a clue yet. You're gonna do it this summer, or are you doing it? Probably this summer. I I, I would assume this summer. Um, I really wouldn't want to. Do push it off later because then I'm kind of in a sticky situation with graduating one time. Uh, but yeah, no, probably just get it done this summer. I don't know exactly what. But do you do you, do you have a like particular bank that you're interested in, or does it matter? Hell no, I just want hands-on experience. All That's right. it. I, I have I, um, one of my cousins is really involved uh, in the banking world, so I'll, I can actually probably connect you with him. So he's he's he, I think he's I forget what he's either the vice president or the president of one of the sections of one of the banks so yeah i'll hook you up with him and give you his phone number and everything the only bank i don't want to go to is t-row or the t-row price like t-row oh, price okay. investment like like my boss at conrad's he he literally left conrad's to go there said he absolutely hated it he said it was the worst two year or worst two years he's ever been employed yeah. he was like it was terrible like yeah huh. like don't get me wrong good paying job like it's an easy job he goes but it was just so boring and i was like me like i can't be the one stuck behind an office desk you know like I gotta be out. I gotta be out involved with people, interacting, like bouncing around. I couldn't sit there at a desk. I'd I'd probably lose my mind. But uh, that's kind of my problem now. Is like I'm losing my mind sometimes sitting at my desk. It's like, really hard. Ma- too, like making not, phone you're calls. You're not making anything. Well, the other thing I'm so I've always been so used to. I was just thinking about this, and I was gonna write about it, and I never did. Is my perception of hard work is like getting down and dirty and sweating and being in the heat or being in the cold. Like, 
when I think about hard work, like I think about times but when you think about physical, yeah, with like physical labor. With but dude, when I do some of this real estate stuff or even school for an extended period of time, I, I mean, I am drained. Like I am drained the same way that I am physically from that kind of work. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got a different view on that. Me to be honest, like, I don't think I've found that. I don't think I've found my niche, my niche, like my crease, you know, and you know, I just, I just don't see that. Like when I try to go grind for school, like I'll sit in the library for eight hours, you know, and do all my homework for the week, get shit done, organize and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, I feel like I'm not successful. I'm like, dude, you should have already been done that. Like, that's that's an expectation you should have already had. Like, why do you why did you just take eight hours out of your day? Like, I don't feel successful after that. Like, I don't feel accomplished or anything. I feel like, okay, you're required to do that because I set such a high standard for myself with my goals. I mean, I put too much pressure on myself with everything, and I feel like that sometimes helps me. Like, that makes me like break down sometimes. But like, I feel like those are like the times where I just like I expect myself to get that stuff done like in a reasonable manner. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think having big goals is huge, and I think having very high expectations for yourself is really important. We talked about it that sometimes even when you're accomplishing a ton of things at once and you still feel like you could do more, you said that was like an attribute of it was uh, It was something like that, right? Like very, very successful people, and one of the most common attributes in them was um, thinking that they weren't weren't, um, like good enough all the time, like they think they didn't achieve enough, or they didn't, never thought they were good enough for not like thinking that themselves personally w- they weren't good enough for you know whatever reason. But like they uh, similar to what you said, they feel like they would do eight hours work of that stuff, and it wasn't enough. Like it was never enough for them. It, yeah, I, I, I get that all the time. Um, so for example, it sounds silly, but like I have this app that tracks all my phone calls and all like the notes I write and all the Popeyes I do for people and stuff like that, um, and. Like, some of my goals a day are, like, make one phone call. And, like, that's so small. It's so, so small. And, it like, I have to do more because I just don't feel accomplished. Yeah. Like, that, that is, for me, like, that feels so underachieving. I would hope you would think doing more than one phone yeah, call is exactly, more Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is your job. Your job is to interact <laughs> and reach out and, you know, get people. Your job is to sell people these properties. I'm and selling land. myself, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm basically selling myself for the most part. And I feel like that's that's a big thing in society today where most people don't even – they don't know how to do that kind of stuff. Like I, I took a biz ex class um, over the, the last semester and like just to see people get up for a presentation and just not be prepared for anything, it's like, dude, like what do you think you're going to have to do in the real world? You're going to have to sell yourself no matter what you're going into. If you're going into an interview, if you're going to try to sell a product, if you're trying to, you know, get somebody to invest into something or buy a property like you're doing right now, like you have to be able to sell yourself. And most people like I sit there and laugh at the kids up there. I'm just sitting in my head, sitting in my head like just mm-mm-mm. like, what are you doing? Like, get, get, get yourself together. Like, it's there, not hard. There was a kid. I did a presentation this past semester and it was the end of the year um, presentation. So, you know, that's big points. You know, it's probably like a quarter of your grade. I promise you, he put that presentation on the wall, turned around from the class, looked at the PowerPoint, and read it backwards to us. What kind of social skills, like, have you never done a presentation before? Have you never, you know, part of a presentation is one. Do you have the good information? Does the PowerPoint look good? And how are you presenting it? Are you putting yourself off as knowledgeable, enthusiastic, as a person who knows what they're talking about, who's enjoying what they're talking about? Or are you doing the complete opposite and standing backwards to the crowd? Like, it's insane that, like, 
I feel like we've learned we learned this in I, that's, in I middle was, school. Oh, that was, a, that was I, a high school thing. This was, yeah. it was a class on that at least. And that's the craziest thing. I was literally just about to talk about this, but you can tell the difference between the people that went to a privately a private school and a public school. People like, say you can't, and I, I disagree. And I, I think there's a ton of things you can learn. Mm-hmm. Clear as day. I mean, trust me. I mean, Calvert Hall. I mean, you can attest to it for your oh yeah it's, two years. It's like uh, you really Calvert Hall was like entry to college. Like yeah. it was like. Everything was set to such a higher standard, which isn't a bad thing. No, not I, at all. It's not I think, a bad. I think thing. high standards are good. I, I always think high standards. But it's are like good. you know, you you uh, same thing with the the PowerPoint stuff. It's like they were teaching you. There was a whole class on, you know, everything's supposed to be short and short bullets. You know, you're only a couple bullets per page because you're not you're not supposed to be reading the PowerPoint. You're supposed to just be presenting short tidbits of information that they can read to get your point across to the audience. Yeah, they're supposed to bore They're supposed to be talking points. Like, that's, like, the main thing. Like, when we were at Calvert Hall, when we do a presentation, you get the bullet points, like you said. Don't make them any longer than a line in the PowerPoint. It's as simple as that. 20 font. The the rule is you you should be able to make it 20 font. It should be able to be a text size of 20. Yeah, well, I do. I I literally just put... I don't even put full sentences. No, no, absolutely I just put little phrases and stuff like that, and then it... It'll click in your head, and then boom, that's my next talking Because point. if you make a PowerPoint, you should know what you're talking about. Exactly. You, you should be able to say so-and-so, three. there's three words on the board. You should be able to pull 15 sentences Well, the PowerPoint is supposed to be for the audience, right? Exactly. It's, it, says it should have nothing a, to do with you. You should know all the information. Now, obviously, you want to write something that's important, uh, and if that takes a little bit longer, it's good. You know, It's okay to have that there because when people can read things and they hear it, they remember that. But if they just hear you say it and they don't really read it, it's likely they probably won't remember that. They're only going to remember what mm-hmm. they read themselves. You, sh- you should have like you should have your keywords. Like that's what I try to do. Every slide, keywords like that'll trigger something in your head. Like you remember this stuff. Like this is your main point. I mean, most people now like I literally just watched them in that one class. They literally all they did was read all the slides, and I'm like, this is the this is a snooze fest. Like nobody wants to listen to this. And then, I mean, how we did a thing on, on properties. Like, we had to sell a house. We had to find a house for this person. Uh, it was actually, it's a fake, obviously, scenario. But it was like the Lee family. They had four home, They had four kids. Uh, they wanted something where there was like at least 750 square foot plus for each person that's living in the house. They wanted an office. They have this budget of $4,100 a month. So you have to go out and go look on That's a pretty decent Zillow. house right there. You have a 3,000 square foot house. All right. That's, that's not a bad house. 4100 a month. You know, they, so you have to like go out and find the information. And you really had to sell exactly what it was. And the biggest thing is, is with the assignment is the teachers have done this for a couple years now. And they know you're not going to find the perfect house. So the whole goal of that is to see how can you upsell the other um, – What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like better things for the home, like, like the kitchen, Feature, like, for the features and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, the amenities. The amenities is what I would say. Like, oh yeah, this has got brand new stainless steel appliances, a nice granite counter. It may not have the deck that you have, but it is ten thousand dollars below your budget, so you can fit that in and build a deck for ten thousand dollars or a little entertainment area. And the people that just didn't understand the assignment with that, and I'm, I'm just sitting there. I'm like waiting for all the points to be hit off and. Nothing matched up with the criteria of the people, you know. And then you look, I crazy because the teacher had the grades up. You could see what he graded them. It was based off their presentation <laughs> and the information. Dude, these kids got like seventies on it. And I'm like, how do you like do that? Mm-hmm. Like that's not the assignment. And it's just like that's what you're gonna have to do in the real world. It's a business class. Everybody knows that you have to do that kind of stuff. And they just couldn't do it. And I'm I, like, well, I, 
no matter who you are, what business you're in, you're always going to, you're going to have to present something. You're going to have to sell something, you know, for you, you have to sell yourself. You're gonna have to sell your business. You know, I sell boats. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you, you, yeah, that's a huge part. Is, that's is as a salesman in itself, right because there. You are very, very knowledgeable. Like I can, if I wanted to buy a boat, I would 100% come to you. I'd fucking, and you I'd know what I mean. So, I'd hope so. And I'm like, hey man, tell me all about this boat. And you could tell me, you could run me comps. You could do everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, Nick for finance. I'm sure you'll have to create a presentation for something for someone for clients, and you're gonna have to show them. I mean, dude, for your parents with the listing of the property, I created them a presentation, brought them a presentation, and yeah. ran them comps and everything like that. It's 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 the same thing. You're always going to have to do it, so you got to learn how to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, that's just what you have to do. I mean, when you're a finance dude, like, you're going to become you're going to become the little like bitch in the office. Like as an intern, you're going to have to do that kind of stuff. You're going to have to pull the BS information out and go search on something, make a presentation, present it like that's just what you're going to do cuz everybody's going to be like I've already done that. So, you got to go do the little little bitch work. The low man it. at the podium tool. Mm, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. When you're self-employed, there is no totem pole. Now nah, you are the low man and the high man. <laughs> yeah, you're, the, you're the jack of all trades, master yep. of none. It's... You're cleaning the toilets and you're doing the bi- the big work. Um, so let's jump into New Year's, Nick. I want, I mean, I think in the beginning we might have heard it, but we might we might chop that up a little bit and kind of start from a different point. If you, I'm going to piss my pants, so. You can use the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you can start with him. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tag in when you get back. Um, I don't know. Tell, tell me, what you got, what's your, what's your opinion on New Year's, right? I mean, as you get older, I mean, you can easily tell that, um, the holidays and stuff like that, like Christmas isn't the same. You just kind of wanted to get over with. Um, I mean, everybody with these New Year's resolutions, like, like you know, I, I mean, I witnessed it today. The gym was packed. I mean, that's why, oh I, was my that's gosh, why I was late to the crazy. podcast. I mean, I couldn't pick up equipment. I couldn't do my exercise. I had to switch up my routine that I did, which isn't a bad thing, but it's like it's an inconvenience when you have a set thing that you're doing and you're like to see the progress. And it's just like I, I don't understand the New Year's resolution thing. I mean, I do I do think it's a good idea to use that as the marker. Okay, that's day one. January first, that's day one. So I mean it's a good like indicator of like the timeline, I guess. But the idea of like, okay, I'm gonna start doing all this stuff, because if you look, most people don't stick with it. I mean, that's like the biggest thing is like everybody's like, All right, on January first, we're gonna start our diet, well, we're gonna do this. The and- the problem is is people overwhelm themselves, right? They're like, okay, here, here's what we're going to do. It is December 31st. We're going to get absolutely trashed tonight. And then tomorrow, guess what? We're going to eat healthy. And then we're, gonna, we're not going to drink alcohol on the weekdays. We're only going to do weekends. And we're going to work out seven days a week. And it's like, whoa. You have just completely overwhelmed your entire system. Well, yeah. Well, most people don't understand. It's You don't have to go balls of the walls with this kind of stuff you don't have to go seven days a week to the gym you know what if you you could start your it's a you, process it's that's the thing it's you have to take the smaller steps to be able to get to the bigger goals i mean it's as simple as that like with lifting i mean that's just a good thing but like you know just going to the gym for, okay so like when i first started lifting like back in like october like heavily again you know i was only in the gym for maybe an hour hour 15 minutes now you see me in the gym two three months later i'm in the gym two two hours a day, you know, hit the sauna afterwards, you know, that's something that really like relaxes me and helps relax my muscles and really like brings me down, you know, cause everybody takes pre-workout and they're all caffeinated and, <laughs> and cracked up, you know, 
No, but, I agree. Um, no, I I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I, I think they're silly. I think that you trying to quit something just because a new year started, it just doesn't work. I think that a lot of times people, it's just like anything, you kind of jump into it and two weeks later, a week later, three days later, you give up. I, I, I think resolutions have always been one of those things that I've kind of looked at and I'm like, oh, great, it'll be great for January. And then one month later, your entire life flips back to what it was in December, right? Well, for the select few. Don't get me wrong. There is a group of people who are extremely dedicated and who, this is the big part, who want to change, right? That's that's the biggest thing. It's it's whether or not you are able, if you're willing to go all the way, all in with this kind of stuff. I mean, that's like the biggest thing with most people is they don't go all the way in. Like they, they overwhelm themselves, like you said, and they just fall under the pressure. They don't understand the big lifestyle change that it has. Like, dude, going on a diet and cutting yourself down to say you eat – Say you eat twenty five hundred. Say you're some like you know a heavier set person. You're consuming twenty five hundred, three thousand calories a day, and you try to cut yourself down to eighteen hundred right away. Like you're gonna be gonna, insane. You're gonna absolutely lose your mind after two weeks, and you're gonna quit, and you're gonna fail, and you're gonna say I can't do it. I haven't seen any results, and that's like the biggest thing is also the results with it. People don't understand that it takes literally months, months and months years. and months it, and months. It could be years. It could be years that you you are you're in the lab, you know, building up. I mean, we've talked about this. It is not something that tomorrow you wake up and all of a sudden you have a six-pack, big biceps and a chest that's bulging out of your shirt. Well, right? dude, I mean, I can tell you for myself right now, when I started back in October, I couldn't even put 80s up on dumbbell bench press. Couldn't even do that. Or, you know, I couldn't I couldn't touch it. Now, I hit it yesterday, a chest, chest day. Dude, hitting 80s for five reps, five, six reps, oh, yeah. you know, five and a half reps, like – that's the progress in three months. Like you can see the difference. It's like, it's not going to happen just like that. I mean, how my girlfriend, Megan even said the same thing. She was like, Oh yeah. Like I was doing like, I was doing like this workout and like before, like the 25s were so heavy and now they're pretty easy. And I'm like, yeah. Cause you stay consistent with that, it. That, that's what's awesome is you'll, you like, if you get into it and I hope I really, like I, I always no, say, I, mean, I, 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 th- I think you have a want to do it. I think it's definitely There's the, pro- the problem with me is, <clears throat> It's just like there's a lot of other things I have to get in order in order for that to be, and I'm, I'm like I'm trying to do it at the same time. That's what I did last that, that, December. That's what we just talked about. Is 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 there a time where you end up overwhelming yourself? Is trying yeah. to start a new year? Are you trying to eat healthy? Maybe you're trying to quit something. Maybe you're trying to quit drinking, and then maybe you're trying to work out, and maybe you're trying to you're trying to do too much every at day. Once. And you're like, you need oh to my focus god, on this is crazy. One thing at a time. Yeah, I, I think stepping to one goal a month. And say, I don't know, say you want to work out 20 times in January. Okay, we'll work out 20 times in January, and then in February, then get your eating right. Because you're already in the motion of yeah. working so out. So that's, like, you've called me twice now, right? Mm-hmm. You called me twice, and you'd asked me, what are you do- what are you hitting today? And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm hitting today. My goal is to be consistent, right? So my goal is to just simply work out nonstop for 30 days in a row. And then I would think after 30 days, I've now done it 30 days in a row, I'm going to keep going with that. Now I can focus on hitting different things or focus on maybe, you know, whatever whatever it is. D- but Depending on the person, it all depends. Sometimes habits and things like that, that that come upon, sometimes it can take as short as 10 days, depending if you enjoy it um, or if you enjoy the sense of achievement that comes from doing it. Yeah. Um, up, up to, you know, some people don't even ever catch a habit. 
But for me, I've noticed that usually with anything, 75 days. It's always been... It takes you 75 days? 75 days, about 10 weeks. It takes me about 10 weeks to have a habit fully stick and just click for me. Well, I, I mean, I remember when they were when we were in high school, they're like 21 days, 21 days. That's, yeah, it's 21 yeah. days, and that is three complete, weeks. I mean, there's studies on it. I just looked it up. There's studies that say that's completely false. It's that's impossible. It, 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 it all depends on the person. Yeah, it all depends on the person, but most of the time it's it's not 21 days. You got to keep it consistent. Was I mean, it 21 days to break the habit or to build a habit? To build, build a habit. I, okay. Breaking yeah. habit, I think, is way longer. Because I think some habits, like you, you take drug addicts and stuff, they ne- that habit's never well, gone. See, it's, it's, drug, it's always drugs, there. Especially with drugs, too. It's a little different as well because a lot of drugs, your body starts to rely on those. And then it's like it's a matter of not only breaking the habit of doing something, like with me, stopping smoking every single night, you know, my body is so used to it that it, it fucks my sleep up. That's the thing. It's so I've come off of it, and the, the past three days have been miserable with my sleep. But I'm gonna. You gotta stick to it. Oh, absolutely. Because if you go back, it just. It's a, what are you gonna do? Try to quit again, and then it restarts, and yeah, right? It's, it's just get it done, get it over with. Well, yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's 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 not necessarily like because you can get detox. I mean, with a vape, say you can get detox in three to five days, and it can be out of your system. With weed, I mean, I did it over the summer. Like I didn't smoke all over the summer. Like it took me about three days, and the cravings were gone. But the biggest thing is it's your mindset. It's the, oh, yeah, well, I'm about to go to bed. Like, I need to go smoke. Like, well, it's just a it's habit. A habit. It, it, like, it, it, that's and the it's hardest you, part. Like I just said, it's if you want to quit, right? If you're just going to – if you go into the new year and you're like, I'm going to quit smoking, and you don't want you're to, using you're using you're not years. going to. Here's what I think a big problem is. I don't know if you guys said we, this we, at all. We were saying we don't think that resolutions are like well, – we don't, we're not, we don't agree with it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I know that. But here's, uh, I think it's people use the New Year's resolution ideology or the whole, it's a new year, new me. They use that as an excuse to quit instead of them thinking that they want to quit. Instead of them saying, I'm going to stop eating, you know, 3,000 calories or I'm going to stop eating as much. They're, they're being like, oh, it's New Year's. I'm going to do it because it's New Year's. I'm not going to do it because I want to do it. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I think a lot of people it's, fail. It, it, a, a lot of habits, a lot of things like this, a lot of working out, a lot of quitting things, a lot of doing things that are going to help you. Or about wanting to do them and not wanting to do them. Don't get me wrong. I hate working out some days. I really, oh I, I truly those the, do, dude. But those, those are the, are the days, days that make you make better. better. Yes. Absolutely. The days that you don't want to do it and you go out there and you get it, that's where it's at. Like, it, you you know, man, I, when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, God, I don't want to go to the gym. And I get up and I get to the gym. I'm like, yeah, man, there's, there's nobody fucking out there. In my head, I know there's other people doing it. I'm like, there's nobody else out here doing this right now. Like, it, this is me. Like, I'm, I'm outside right now. It's eight degrees. Like, I, I'm working out. Like, there ain't nobody doing this. I mean, you there, sent us I, that there, video it, on Christmas. Oh, my God. Was it Christmas? It was, uh, yeah, it was Christmas morning. Yeah, it was fucking Christmas morning. Sends us a video it's like at, like, six degrees, six dude. in the morning. He's like, and you sent it, you sent it straight to Steve, and you were, like, lifting tires and doing burpees and shit. And I'm like, you're fucking nuts. Well, dude, I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing. I mean, hell, like, yesterday, like, it was like I finished half my workout. My dad calls me. Like we had to go fix the tub at the house. I went to go fix the tub. Like I mean, I came back to that night and still hit triceps. You know, I completely missed all my triceps. And it's it's being able to keep on going and pushing yourself, even though you don't want to. If you keep pushing yourself like that and just go, you'll be better. You'll and be I don't better. I, I don't need better. I don't need a resolution to do that. Like yeah, I, I know that I need people, to push people, myself. People use it as a crutch. That's what they do for, for a month. They 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 you set these giant goals right. And then you never do them because you it, it looks good on paper. It looks good to write. 
this year I'm going to make $1 million. Show the Snapchat stories, the Instagram posts. This year I'm going to quit drinking. This year I'm going to work out every day. This year I'm going to do this and this and this. And it's like, all right, well, what did you do? What are you doing? What What are you doing every day to make sure that you are doing it? Make some, make a, look, I'm all for bigger goals. You know this. You know I'm a big dreamer and I make huge goals. But if you're the person that just says things and doesn't take action, make smaller goals and, and then roll into it. 1% better every day. If you're getting 1% better every day, it'll all compound. And you will eventually reach that larger goal, but it's going to take a longer time. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is is people try to reward themselves after they've been doing it for maybe six days. So, like, somebody – like, I, I noticed this on myself on the first time I tried to stop smoking. Like, I noticed myself, like, oh, I went, like, four or five days without smoking. I went, you know what? Like, all my friends were over. They were back from college. You know, I was like, okay, it's fine if I go smoke tonight. Like, it's fine. I've been good for five days. Like, you know, boom, as soon as I did that, guess what? Picked up smoking right again every other day, every day. And it was just like, dude. Like, I, but I've noticed that. And that's like those, those times where you literally – it's I get it like say your friends are there and you're trying to have a good time but sometimes you just got to pull yourself out of the situation and I've noticed that with my roommate a lot he's he completely changed he went from smoking drinking vaping everything all day done I said dude that's what I did I done. Du- I ducked off like pulled, I was I was pulled out. himself out of every single like every single instance where he could do it like my my other roommate Silva he goes up and he's like yo come on let's go hit the bars let's go drink and he's like no I'm good and he'll sit there on the couch and just watch TV instead. He has no problem doing that. Or he'll go and find something that he wants to do. Or, like, figure out something that he wants to, say, start up or do something, you know. He'll sit there and think of ideas instead of going out and trying to do all this kind of stuff. And you, and you have to. And you have to be very consistent with it. And you cannot um, fall under the pressure. Like, you know, somebody's like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's and go. And that, like, that's dude, what's so don't. hard about being our age. And that's, yeah, because everybody wants, because the biggest thing with men, especially with men, I can tell you, is they want to be, they want to be the best at everything and they want to have the status to everybody else. They want to, they want to look good. They want to be able to do this. They want to be the one that's going to be always there. And they always try to gain somebody's like trust and like, um, likeness of them. And it's just like, dude, like, you don't need that. Like, what is this, like, what is this person going to do? I've looked at my roommates, and I think there's only probably two of the guys that I would probably say, like, yeah, they put their neck out for me. The other two, eh, fuck them. They suck. <laughs> they suck. I could care less. I could care less about them. And then when you start doing that, you really you really put it into your mind of, like, who you really want to trust and who you, you don't want to trust. stop pleasing everybody, right? Yeah, you got to stop pleasing because that's what everybody wants to do. They want to please everybody, but... Every- it's hard, man. You, I'm Believe me, I'm absolutely a people pleaser. That's, I've always been that way. It, it, it's a weakness, and it's a, it can be a weakness in situations. It'll help it you in, in sales, though. It's a good me, salesman exactly, exactly. Um, attribute. Now, but if you're in confrontations and stuff like that, not, it's, it's, not a, good yeah, it's a huge have. weakness because you're just trying to make everybody else happy mm-hmm. while your needs aren't being met. Exactly. And sometimes in sales, like you, your needs aren't going to be met, and you have to deal with that. Like It is what it is. You move past it. You bring up an interesting interesting point with uh, saying about the friends asking you to go out and you're surrounded by your friends and you end up smoking with them. It all is, A lot of that has to depend on who you surround yourself with as well. If you surround yourself with mm-hmm. people who your do nothing but drink and smoke and do drugs and do whatever, then you're liable to fall right into that category. Yep. I mean, that was like that was like the one thing that I noticed. I was like, this is going to be a struggle in this house. I mean, I signed a one-year lease. We got four other roommates. Two of them don't smoke. Two of them smoke religiously. So it's like... <laughs> So it's like really most of the time it's like trying – I try to pull myself out of that house as much as possible so I do not have to be 
around that. I mean, how you can just smell the weed and you're like, dude, I could really go for some weed. Like, I, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm not doing anything for the rest of the night. I could so go for a jeep or two right now. It'd be so right easy. Now. And it's easy because it's literally right there. I mean, there's a whole setup. There's weed sitting on the table. Like, if you got nothing to do, I mean, exactly. what's stopping you besides your own mindset? Exactly. And you, like, I've noticed myself, like, really pull myself out of the situations. Of course, like, I'll go out and drink because I'm not giving up drinking. Like, I barely go out and drink anyway. I can't even tell you the last time before, like, the break where I've actually gone out and, like, Megan and I are, like, gone out with friends to go drink at the bars. Like, on Thursday nights, like, I remember all of them would come to the house, like, um, and hang out with my one roommate and everything like that. And he would just, and he would just, like, bring them and they'd be playing music and drinking. And they're like, yo, Nick, where are you going? And I'm like, dude, I'm going to the gym. 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, I'm going to the gym. I was like, I don't want to be around this whatsoever. I was like, this is not going to be the best for me. For me, I mean, we've never we've never talked about kind of actually I really have never talked about anybody about it, but kind of what happened to me, you know what I mean? I don't know if this is the right podcast for that or whatnot, <laughs> but I mean, I I did the same thing. Believe me, I I love you guys. I love I love Justin and Braden. I love Jack. Like you guys, are, you know, you guys are my family. But for the last sixteen months until recently, like I was I ducked off. Like I I had to get away from everybody. Like for that for that reason. I couldn't be around drinking. I couldn't be around smoking. I couldn't be around vaping. I couldn't be around anything that was involved in that because if I was, like, I was just going to fold. It, it was, yeah, that's the truth. I have no problem admitting that. But if I would have started the 75 hard, stopped drinking, and then all of a sudden on the weekends gone out with my friends to the bars, oh my God, I would have, I would have failed immediately. I would have wanted to drink with my friends. I would have wanted to party, like, that's who I am, but sometimes I have like things have to change. And back to what you were saying, I'll never tell anybody, um, like you need to stop drinking and stuff like that. I, and I'll never tell anybody you need to stop smoking. Like if that's what you want to do and you can still be a productive person, please do it. But be productive. Don't don't let those things come in between. Don't let it stop you from if, doing what you need to do. If you're going to the bar and shit needs to get done. There's something oh, wrong. Oh no! I always, right? I always make sure everything I got that needs to get done for the day is done before I do any of that. If if you're going to smoke weed, but eight other things need to get done, what, what are, are you? Doing? Where, where are your priorities at? Are they to get the things done, or are they just to smoke weed, fall asleep? Well, and, well, like, that's let, you know what I mean. That's what I used to do. Is like I used to smoke because I used to have a break in between my class. It was like a two hour break, and I'd go get food, smoke, go eat, and then go to my late class. And then I was like, dude, I got homework to do. I'm like faded. I'm like, screw this. So like what I started doing was my way to like wean myself off was just push it off to the end of the night. Is like you can't smoke until all of your homework is done. And that's one of those things. That's that reward do system. That's the reward. Um, and then after that, I was like, dude, it's like, it's, I got to cut this out. It's actually called habit stacking. Um, most people just call it like a reward system. But basically you combine two habits. Like for me, it's stupid and it. But when I, after I re, every time I read ten pages, I do twenty five push ups. <laughs> so I re, and I read forty pages a day. It takes me about an hour. So I do I do um what's that two hundred push ups? No, I'm sorry, that's a hundred push ups in an hour. Like it's just I do hundred fifty push ups in the morning, and then while I read, I do hundred push ups. It's just I, I've, I've habit stacked it. It's like oh ten pages, there we go, yada yada yada. And I've tried to do that with like phone calls. Like every time you read ten pages, make two phone calls, and then you make eight phone calls in an hour. And, good to go it's a good way of um damn you're a fast reader <laughs> and, and i'll tell you what 40 pages used to take me two and a half hours when i first started insane like 
to read 40 pages took so long. Like, I would remember I would sit there and read and be like, oh, my God. And then I realized you don't have to read every word in the book. You just have to learn how to speed read and how to skip over words like the and what and just understand that you can really guesstimate reading sometimes. Works for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a sh- I'm a shitty I, reader. I'm slow. I, I, oh my God. I'm I'm slow I've been reading books for the last like 15 months, which isn't a long time. And I have, you know, over the past 15 months, I've cut an hour and a half out of reading time. It's crazy. It's Do you know how many, crazy. Books, how many books you've read? The last time I checked was back in um, September and for the year... Because that would have marked about a year. I did 67. That's really good. Oh, yeah. And so um, I, I didn't start reading a book a week until uh, actually June of this year. Are you I'm still sorry. reading a book a week? Yeah, I do a book a week. Right now, that one book I'm reading, um, it's called Master the Game by Tony Robbins. That's 700 pages. And I'm, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's, that's, that's a deep book. That's about a two-week book for me. Because it's 40, 40 pages a day. So, you know, it's, ugh, it's long. But, you know, most books... That's why I do 40 pages. Most books are from anywhere from 200 to 300 pages on average that I'm reading. Yeah, I see the Goggins books. That one book drew, I don't even know where it's at right now. Is it in the middle, right? The, the black one? No, The Intelligent Investor. It's a fat book. Oh, there it is. You see it on the second row down. It's like dark red. It says Benjamin Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Oh, my God. That book is so hard to read. But it's it's because I'm not smart enough for it, and I have no problem admitting that it's way above my intelligence level of about stocks, bonds, treasuries, everything like that. I have no idea what's going on, and it's like 600 pages. Ooh. I got through like 200 of it, and I had to put it down because I was like, I'm not even gaining I'm anything. I'm surprised you this. got through 200. Yeah, I yeah. was about to say 200. Well, it, it, yeah, that's like a something. good way through the. That's a quarter of the way through the book. It, it, it took me it took me 200 pages to realize that I didn't learn anything from these 200 pages. Well, yeah, and that's completely different to where your field is too, as well. Like the stock market's a stock market. Ooh. That shit's. That shit's crazy. Nobody really? can predict the stock market. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, uh, uh, well, if you if you want to get into that, we can get into that. But that's completely different. Here's all I say on it: the average person cannot predict the stock market. No, but the stock market is indeed controlled by various things. Correct. Correct. That's that's a good way to put it. I would say that too. I, I mean, yeah. the average my, person's not going to be able to do that. You got to have some kind of like insider on mm-hmm. that. I mean, then you get into insider trading, and then if you get caught with that, yeah, then you're, you're fucked. Yup. And then, but I mean, like hell. You just another thing is you gotta watch what these bigger leaders do. Watch, watch, look at what they put their money into and when they put their money into mm-hmm. it, and you can see what it does. I mean, that's that's like the most normal people don't understand that they don't dig that deep. Into most investing. normal people think everybody everybody that's above them, as far as like government and leaders, are like there to help them. Oh wow, and that's the no. biggest problem with society nowadays. No, that's their personal gain. Trust me. Look at look at some of these companies and everything like that. Like what they've done. There's definitely, like, some higher-ups that have done something and, like, invested. I mean, hell, even – I'm not going to say the name of the person, but some speaker of the house's uh, husband dumped <laughs> dumped millions and millions of dollars into this uh, one company, and then it shot up the next day. I mean, coincidence? Mm. Um, I w- without going into the deep well, – yeah, yeah, that, Would that have been, would that have been a vaccine company in – am I thinking of the right scenario here? Did I read the right article? I don't know. We could get canceled. Okay, uh, all right. So we'll stop it there then. Um yeah. I'm yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> no, and like I, like you said, investing in stocks and stuff, it's definitely not my area. I definitely need to go get a uh, fiduciary and let them do everything <laughs> for me. Now, real estate, on the other hand, I believe me, am no master. I have no problem admitting that, but I am learning, so I'm excited about that. Every book, uh, these right here, 
are all real estate ones, and I fly through those books because it is such a. Something I, you're I, I, I can about. eat that knowledge, man. I love it. I, I can I can sit it. there and I can watch videos and I can understand it and it makes sense to me. And then I start reading about stocks and patterns. I'm like, what the is going on right now like a this bull, is a it, bullish and a bearish market I, look i get that because that, that could the still candle, the candlesticks i'm just, still trying to learn i don't how to get do that i don't get that 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 fucks me up i i click my robin hood thing i'm like yeah let me go back to the other one where i can just <laughs> swipe it along and it makes sense yeah what do you invest on me right now i'm on i was on robin hood i pulled all my stocks out though i have that money invested right now that's okay. probably a really well is it it he pulled it out before he had all I pulled, went down. Yeah, I pulled. I pulled it out way before. This was probably like, I don't know, what's what? What year is it? Twenty 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 three. It's twenty three. Yeah, I was about to say twenty two. You guys didn't mess it up. You guys. I was about to say twenty two. <laughs> yeah, I mean probably like. Mm, I have like six months to almost a year ago. I probably pulled out just because it was just I was up. Might as well stick it. Take stick take with your it. Wings, right? The only stock that really screwed me was Rivian. Rivian, I bought on the peak at 170 because I thought it was about to shoot up to like a, almost like a Tesla stock, like six to eight hundred dollars. That's that other electric car company, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. And now it's sitting at thirty four dollars. I have about a th- I have about a thousand fifteen hundred fifteen hundred invested. So I'm oh really I'm looking really it, shitty. Right rule now. number one: don't just lose hold, money. Just holding out, waiting. I, I, that's all you can do. What, what, what Take am I going to do? Or hold out, right? I, yeah. I'm not taking my loss. The company is yeah. eventually going to go up. I mean, hey, it's it a, is an could, electrical. You could write stock. it off on your gains though. Yeah, I can. I can. I did. I did. I filed. I filed my taxes. Um. Uh. So, would you consider investing now, though, because the market's so low? Yes. 100%. I want to buy Tesla, I've but been, I don't know I've enough been telling about you it for like months, bro. Like it's Apple, coming. Apple has dropped about like twenty, twenty-five, thirty points right in, this, in the past, like Got it couple up. days. I mean. Yeah, I'm hurting out in Tesla. I had a th- I had like eleven hundred dollars in it, and. We did a we did a stock game for our finance three thirty one class at Towson. Yeah, they're 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 fifteen percent down right now. Apple. Mm-hmm. They were down. I mean, thirty percent for the year. Yeah, they're they're down mad. Microsoft is down. Google is down for the year. Um, she be buying everything. Damn, what smells so good? <laughs> what the fuck? She went to Chick Fil A. She texted me. I didn't realize. I just opened. And she asked you me want anything. I'm sorry. She should have texted you. I, I, she doesn't have my fucking number. Oh. Oh, yeah. you should have yeah. um, No, right now I have no mind. I have no problem sharing this. I'm in this company called Alkalos. Alkalos? I don't even know what it is. Do you is. have any idea what it is? They develop therapeutic antibodies, and I invested in them a year ago. So I'm past my year and one day limit, um, and I bought it at nine sixty eight. And for the last year, they've been at about three dollars to two dollars, and recently they shot up to eight dollars. So I'm hoping to break even. Well, on that. dude, I remember you talking about a stock. Was it Neo? Neo, baby. Was it Neo? That's when I was jumping around. And that was... shit never went up. It's still the same. It should... <laughs> what is it sitting at? Like thirty dollars right now? Thirty four? Um, Are you in it? No, dude. That I when you told me that name. Ten dollars, was... brother. Ten dollars. All right, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. No, then. you're right because this was up. This was something I probably would have invested in. Because I was in that stupid Facebook group where I was just watching other people just be like, watch the stock. And I would just buy it and throw like a band in it and go on the other way. I'm all right. Thank you. Um, one of the ones that I was in was, oh, my gosh, I think it was Hexo. I want to say it was Hexo. I don't even know, but I made I made some stupid money off that stock. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you remember this one. Amrys. It was like A-M-R-Y-S. I made... I don't even know how much I bought in at like two sixteen, like probably like 
uh, probably like a year ago, right? You and still holding it, it? Oh no, I sold it before it dipped. Um, you you have a bunch of Tesla, right? Oh, I'm getting I'm getting just raped on Tesla right now. Yeah. What do you how how down bad? If let, you me, let me sharing. <laughs> how many shares do you have? Because you told me to buy Tesla when it was like four hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. Well, they did. They had they had was, a split. It was whatever, and then it split. And then we know when co- usually when companies split, they can go up or down. But a lot of times they say they'll go up for because um, a bunch of people are going to buy it basically. Whatever. I am currently down four hundred and seventy-one dollars on Tesla. Yeah, that's... it was up to like eight hundred at one point, but they've been co- slowly rebounding. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm down in Ethereum and in Bitcoin. I've I've a little bit of both, and those. Are when did though, dude? When did I sell this? I, I bought swear. Ethereum Classic at thirty five dollars, and it's nineteen dollars. Right there now. we go. I bought it back November AMRS. Um, it's a pharmaceutical stock. Um, I bought it hundred shares at uh, two dollars and fifteen cents, and then I sold it at. 766. Ooh, wow. There you go. So I made like five, six hundred bucks after the taxes on it. But, you know, it did shot, it did shoot up to like $20 Ooh. like after that. But uh, I'm glad I just got away with my money because it is now sitting at $1.39. Don't, so, don't you hate when that happens when you, you, it's looking good, you sell, and then it goes really freaking high. And you're like, damn, should have yep. held on for like one more day. But you never know. Yep, I mean that's just how it goes. Simple as that. I mean, I don't know the candlesticks yet, so. Yeah, there there is so much to learn in the stock market, and there's so many different paths you can take. With like, you can trade options, you can do futures. I mean, you can swing trade, day trade, you can I mean, do calls. I mean, all kinds of stuff. I, mean, I the call stuff is way beyond me. Mm, that's that's where you can really make some big gains and some really really big losses. Big losses. Um, another thing, I mean, right now, any tips for that for stock market? I mean, do you get mutual funds? I mean, invest in some mutual funds because those are probably the most stable because it's a bunch of different companies put together under one portfolio. Um, if you're looking to just do well, like longer term investment and yeah, you have to mutual, mutual funds, you have to, get some well, that pays dividends. Be, be, be careful with mutual funds because mutual funds have very, is it mutual or index that has very high fees associated with it? What fees and what like admin fees and stuff like you 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 yeah, end it up depends on who you're using of... like Robinhood you're not you're not paying anything on Robinhood yeah I, I'm in um if I'm you're using this... like Fidelity or something you're gonna you're gonna pay usually per trade whenever you buy or sell something you're usually gonna pay like a fee based on whatever you're buying but I'm in that SPY right now Nick I'm doing I'm doing a hundred bucks a week uh, SPY S and P five hundred ETF. So I do hundred bucks a week, and you know it's like See, 50, that, that's a fund. A that's an index fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, that's what I'm doing right now. Ind- index funds tend to have a lower interest rate, or not interest rate, but uh, fees and stuff. Tax rate, yeah. Because I think mutual funds that you you end up paying almost like thirty percent, depending on who you go with. Yeah. But see, like on Robinhood, like you invested in, uh, like say the S and P five hundred, right? Mm-hmm. And you you bought, I don't know, say five hundred dollars worth of their whatever, and then you sold it. You're gonna just pay tax on your gains. Yeah. Not your but principal, that, and if that's no. in Robinhood. That's all you're gonna pay is your tax and your gains. You're not gonna pay any fees or interest. Or, they don't know. have any like. Do they have a withdrawal fee? A withdrawal fee on Robinhood? Yeah, I don't think so, but I don't know. Oh, no, okay. but you have to file your federal taxes well, yeah, 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 and all yeah. that, so you're gonna get taxed either I don't, way yeah. on it. I don't even know. Oh, the only thing that I think I had to file. I don't know if I even took any stock out this year. I had to remember. I think my 1099 or whatever just came back. They'll send it to you. Yeah. 
they'll give me an email say, hey, look at this. Yeah, then my mom will be emailing you, hey, give me this. And I'll be like, here you go, here you go, here you go. I don't know. I didn't make any money from real estate, so I can't write anything off. <laughs> or did I? I mean, I had a class, so. I don't know, depends. ask her. Yeah, that's what I said. All right, anything else? I Vic? mean, yeah, you guys want to talk about Ken Block? You know, Ken that's Block? so sad, dude, dude. I know, he's sick dude, to his stomach is, about that. That's this so guy, sad. I am so pissed off um, about this. Um, my dad immediately called me because he was just so upset about it. Oh, I my mean, God, because your dad's all into cars. He's a, big, he's a big car guy. I mean, and Ken Block usually uses Fords, which is like all my dad pretty much drives. I mean, he's got that F1. He had the, had the F-150, he had the Mustang, and then he had the uh, Focus, Ken Block. What was um, the what was the one that's in the garage? Oh, the garage. That's a ninety. It's a ninety-five Cobra SVT. No, 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 no. The old one. The green one. The green one. The that's a Chevy Special. Uh, nineteen forty-one Chevrolet Special Deluxe. Dude, All that thing is mint. awesome. Dude, that thing. The only thing that it's ever had, I think, it was one paint job on it. And then everything else is original. There's still the original umbrella in it from when you bought it oh, back wow. in the day. Yeah. That's awesome. There's that Did your one. grandfather buy that? Uh, he gave uh no, he had that. Or he bought that and then he kept it because he was a big collector car. Guy. Oh, okay, okay. He had that, he had an impala, he had um a Damn. Chevelle. Um, so we got the we got the Chevy, uh the special deluxe. And the only thing that's ever done is one paint job on it. Everything else, I mean hell, somebody was trying to one of like the antique car clubs was trying to buy it off of us for like six figures because they wanted to put it in the showroom because it's like in perfect there's condition. no other car like this. And we're just like, No, thank you. I mean <laughs> I we keep haven't on to that. We haven't started it up in a while. Probably like two, three years, but Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's there's you know, spiders in the engine. You know the craziest part? It's a vacuum shift. So back in the day they used to have uh, the gear it would there would be a suction to suck it into gear and everything like that with the gear uh, with the shifter so it's a vacuum shift so every single time you would uh, shift it it would suck it would suck the gear into place it was crazy hmm. but yeah there's that I mean there's yeah the but hearing about Ken Block that was just yeah outrageous Ken Ken Block dude idol my my favorite Icon. my favorite one is the train video. Of him when he drifts around. In front of the train. That was so cool. I, I don't know. Just it's watched so cool. Last night, I liked the um. What was the one? He was going up like the Chinese mountains. Uh, he was in the uh. He was in his F one fifty with that one. The uh, Hunicorn. No, not the Hunicorn. The Hunicorn was the one. Uh, what was that? Devil's Peak or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak Pikes or whatever Peak. it was. He was in that one with the. With the F one fifty going up Chinese mountains. Oh, dude, I forgot what it was called, but it was insane. Um. Yeah, no, that guy was insane. I mean, he's he's a beast. I mean, yeah, it just I it's act. What's really crazy to see is the amount of like people coming out and posting about him. The amount of people like that he's touched and inspired well, is he's insane. He's also he's also I mean he's also affiliated with Travis Pastrana, who's oh, yeah. a big DC the motocross guy. I mean, how Ken Block was the co-founder of DC, like you mm-hmm. know, like the DC shoes, shoes yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, there's a lot of different people that he's affected with this. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's insane. I mean, hell, there's also that one actor that died too, or not? He didn't die, but Jeremy's, he's in critical. Jeremy, um, what is the name? Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye. Yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah, he just got ran over by a yeah, snowplow. Snow yeah, that was yeah. just crazy. He's in critical condition. He, I mean, he just put a post out saying that he's like he he's can't like, type. He can't type or anything like that. I did see that. I saw that on uh, World Star. I think. World Star. Huh. 
I do you know? Yeah, you're yeah, next. Yeah, football uh, player. You're <laughs> next. Yeah, is he is he dead? Oh, no, dude, this guy's the, he's not dead, but he's a potato. Like I'm uh, sorry. Like is he really? He's gotta be. He went into cardiac arrest. He didn't have oxygen circulating in his body for nine minutes. Imagine it takes being... it takes four minutes for your body to start for your brain to start dying in your head. Four to six minutes is usually like if there's no oxygen in your in your body, that's when you start to become brain dead and have permanent brain damage. Mm. And this guy was on the field for nine minutes with no oxygen. So he he'll never play football again. No, he's a potato. Like huh. I hate to say it, but He's a potato. There's no way he's going to be able to get back from that. That's awful. Put a plug. So, no, he's not going to be playing football. No, definitely not. Uh, I mean, dude, he was. Dude, he was 24, has a kid. That's crazy, only man. Been, only been in the league for two years. Yeah, the worst part was, like, he, he tackled somebody and then got right back up and just. Oh, went dude, out. That's, that's all your adrenaline pumping right there. I mean, getting back up, like standing up after that hit. I mean, your body has no idea what just happened, and then boom! As soon as you stand up, all your adrenaline, and then cardiac arrest. Boom! And then, I was listening to it. Yeah, nah, he's screwed. He's he's gonna be. Gone I mean, it'll be it'll be crazy if he does. Come. It'll be a miracle if he does well, come back. I mean, the next couple of days or the next two days are gonna be the biggest thing to decide it, pretty much. Yep. I mean, if he can't, if his body can't heal itself on its own, then he's gonna be done mm-hmm. but what are we at 54 minutes Woo! i've got a pee <laughs> i mean we, we you want to end it here that's up to you i mean dude 54 minutes is kind of pussy not gonna lie. wow whoa well see it gets to a point right we, we've realized that <laughs> foreign chairs aren't as comfortable on your ass after an hour well yeah, the other... i got a i got a bag of chipotle i know i'm so too. hungry yeah you you bought that and brought no, it this, I, I, and you I, didn't eat it Jack, I love you, but I think Nick might have been a better guest than you, Jack. Oh God, you're gonna hurt Jack's feelings. <laughs> no, I think I think the problem we had with Jack, where we had Jack on, but we didn't have a plan, so we just we just jumped on the podcast. That was like most of our podcast, dude. So. You don't yeah. even you don't even have to have a plan, but like you just have and to be able to. You, you gotta just, have a foundation. No, you have to. Yeah, you have to have a foundation, but you have to be able to recognize when the conversation is starting to die and when to bring up a new topic or pivot to a new topic. I don't think Jack's got the brain capacity for that. Well, neither no. of us were helping I mean, him. Yeah, I mean, don't go no, wrong. The whole, I mean, we were we were having a good time. It's just, I don't think it was, um, it wasn't a, it's, we sh- it shouldn't be a podcast. We should have uh, made something, um, like you said, we should have made topics at We should have had a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't I, have a plan. I guess this was That's good, fine. right? We talk about New Year's. We talk about who you were. Um, and then real quick, I just want to end and just say thank you. For coming of course, out. of course. Yes. Appreciate I, it. I enjoyed it. It's always fun having a guest on, um, if we, even though we've only done it three times. Do you got a name for the podcast? Business in the Attic. Yeah. That's that's the official name. Now. That's the, the official name. name. Are you going to trademark that? Copyright? I am. Like, let's yeah, get that we'll, shit we'll, we'll do it all. We're going to get that shit going. Yeah. We can, well, they might take it. You know, we got to come up with the logo, so I got to figure out someone who can make a logo. Oh, uh, dude, don't ask me. I know. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. You can't draw for anything. Uh-uh. Trust me. All right. Well, then we'll call it that. All right. But we don't really have an outro. Yeah, we're still working on that. We don't really have an intro. Oh, I could tell. We yeah, just kind of let into it. Let the ball roll, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Still haven't hit the stop button. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. All right, hit it.